Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode's and all of our episodes are powered by Navigator's Church Ministries, which focuses on helping churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information or to get connected, go to navigatorschurchministries.org. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are, however you're listening. We're glad you're here. Tony, I got a question for you today, and I'm excited about it. All right, fire away. Uh, I want you to picture in your mind the most famous painting in the history of the world. Don't, Don't say what it is. Okay? The most famous painting in the history of the world. It's the most visited, most talked about, most mm. written about picture, uh, artwork, right? In the history of the world. Do you have it in your mind? I do. This is easy, right? Easy so far? Yeah, super easy. All right. Now, I want to ask you um, to tell me what that picture is. It's dogs playing poker. No, uh, no. Tony, Tony. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's the Mona Lisa. It's the, the Mona, Mona Lisa. Lisa. Yes. They, oh, you have me worried for a second. Okay. So the Mona Lisa. Now, you have seen that a lot. You're familiar with it. What color are her eyebrows? Brown. Or her eyes? Or blue? Uh, ugh, I don't know. What's in the background? Isn't it like, no, I don't know. Okay, so this is this went with the exception of the dogs playing poker part. This went exactly as I was hoping, Um, because this is an illustration of how we think we know things and have clarity on things that we actually don't. And I've actually asked that question to uh, quite a number of people over the years. And the most common response is exactly what you did, Tony. So my guess is, listeners, as you're listening You did that same thing with us, right? You tried to envision the details of that picture. And even though you know the picture and it was really easy at the front, at the backside, when we started asking detailed questions, everything got blurry and your picture of it became really unclear. Now, Tony, I was looking in preparation for our episode today. We're talking about the picture of a disciple. And I thought for sure we had talked about this before in a past episode, But after spending about a half hour looking, um, we haven't. And so today we are going to talk about a picture of a disciple. Tony, when I say picture of a disciple, what does that even mean to you? Well, it's funny, right? Because you and I were talking about this thing before we hit record. And we were both really shocked. I'd never talked about a picture of a disciple. But the reason that we haven't talked about it is because you and I both work from the same definition of what a picture of a disciple is, right? And so for you and I, uh, culturally, of our understanding and our about who and what a picture of a disciple looks like. And so I, I think one of the reasons why we've never talked about it is because, you know, you essentially discipled me what a disciple looks like. So our definition is the same. And and maybe that's one of the big uh, things to keep in mind as we talk about this. A picture of a disciple is a common belief on what following Jesus looks like. It's it's really 
really important to have a, a deep understanding about what following Jesus looks like, and then make that understanding so apparent, so clear, everyone can kind of follow along. What do you think about when you think about a picture of a disciple, Justin? Yeah, I think you are exactly right on that, right? So when we think about picture of a disciple and the importance of it, uh, this episode really is around culture building, right? Because one of the big pieces of building a disciple making culture is you need a picture of a disciple or another way to say that is you need an agreed upon uh, definition and image or something that helps it be sticky in people's mind so that when you talk about what a disciple is in that culture, everybody is thinking of the same thing. Right. We're not thinking of dogs playing poker. Another person is thinking of the Mona Lisa. Like we're we're thinking of the same thing. And while we've talked about what a definition of a disciple is on this uh, podcast numerous times, this idea of a picture is more of a culture piece. And here's why we're talking about today. We're talking about today because in the next few episodes after this one, we're going to be looking at how to build a disciple making pathway or a pathway for discipleship in a church culture, in a ministry culture. How do you do that? And Tony, I know that for you and, and for me, we both get questions regularly from pastors and others like, hey, we need a pathway, need a pathway, need a pathway. And I've had pastors come to me say, we need a pathway. And and the thing that I ask right after that is, okay, well, tell me about your picture. And often they don't have a picture. And I say, well, we can't make a pathway before we have a picture because if we think about a picture of a disciple is the the destination. It's who you want to become. It's who you want your people to become. And the pathway is kind of like the road or the, the roadmap to get there. Here's how we're going to become this type of person or how we're going to help our people become this type of person. And so if we don't have clarity on what it is we're trying to become, then building that pathway we could be building it to a, a destination that's totally different than where we actually want to go. So that's why this is so important. That's why we're talking about it now, because we want that to, to get uh, absorbed and to really for that to land, right? That this picture of a disciple is essential to do before you figure out a pathway. Here's the other thing that's interesting that happened out of past when we have a picture of a disciple is programs become the picture, right? So when we don't get really clear about what that personal relationship with Jesus looks like. So when we talk about a picture of a disciple, what we're talking about is the individual life as it pertains to following Jesus. Well, without the picture, then what it ends up becoming is it ends up becoming if you do this book or if you take these steps or if you go to these classes, when the truth is the the picture is incredibly personal and relational to each individual. So we're, we're, what we're actually trying to create is an individual uh, kind of idea about who, you know, what it looks like to follow in Jesus for me. Set, said another way, Pastor Dave from Centerville Grace, where, uh, where I get to serve on the staff team at, like one of the things that we were just talking about is like, why does it matter? Why does being a disciple maker matter? Why does following Jesus matter? And how do we begin to articulate that? Now we're still in the process of forming our, 
our sticky, our definition that we can share with the culture that we're building, but not having the definition leads everyone to a place of ambiguity around what we're trying to get to. And so this is why this culture is so important. And in the space of ambiguity, programs will almost always dominate. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And in ambiguity, people will fill in those gaps with whatever they want, right? Whatever they're thinking, their their own uh, understanding of a disciple, and that that's all they have to do. So it's not a it's not a blame thing. It's not a hey, you shouldn't do that thing. It's just like okay, well, as leaders, then we need to help develop clarity in the culture by developing a picture of a disciple. So let's talk through how to do this, right? We're talking about more than a definition, although. A definition is a step in that direction. But one of the first things that we need to do when we're trying to develop a picture of a disciple is to get in the scriptures and and really search the scriptures and see what they say about what a disciple is, what a disciple does, what a disciple believes. And if you spend time to do that diligently, you're going to find that there are a lot of things, a lot of descriptors of what a disciple is and does and believes. Now, there's no way you can incorporate all of those things into one picture and have it be memorable. And so the next piece of what you're going to do is you're going to take all of that and you're going to try to, to pull it together into a definition or a description. Again, we're, that's not your picture yet. We're still on the road to developing that picture. Um, and then you want to talk about it with others, right? This isn't an exercise to do on your own. It's not one person's going to you know, go up to the mountain and bring back this picture as if it's from God and you. No, we need to do this collaboratively uh, with the leaders in your church, in your ministry. Um, but then one of the things that's probably the, the hardest is moving from that short definition, that short description that's going to emphasize a few of those qualities. And then you're going to bring it into something that's memorable, you know, the ideal is a visual picture that you're hanging some scriptures on, you're hanging some of those characteristics or qualities of a disciple uh, on that image or an acronym sometimes. And then you are going to refine it, refine it, refine it, and then it's going to be ready to present and to begin talking about uh, in that culture. And if it sticks in the culture and sticks in people's minds, then it's going to make a big difference because people are going to really see and get, oh, this is what you're talking about when you say a disciple. This is what you're talking about when you ask me to be a disciple. And this is what you're talking about when you're asking me to make disciples. You know, one of the things that often comes up as uh, just I kind of do work around the country is is people can be sometimes about the very strict definition we have of and so like oh can't we just be friends or oh can't you know the work i'm doing as a pastor to pastoral counseling or like all of these things sometimes get thrown in the definition of disciple making and to be clear we don't have anything against those things ever Right. But what we are trying to do is paint a very clear picture. Right. And so as you think about your picture of disciple making, what you're essentially doing are drawing the boundaries 
of what it's going to look like in your community, in your movement, in your church, right? And so as you paint this picture, as you paint it collaboratively, as you wrestle, as you create something pass onable, as we, we like to say here, right? As you begin to, to put together picture, what you're also doing simultaneously are creating boundaries for your church on what is and what people making because whatever whatever you do to help paint that picture falls underneath the umbrella and whatever doesn't help paint that picture does not and so in a lot of ways good boundaries create good pictures yep and in the same way just like my gifting and design is different from tony's the things that really speak to me in the scriptures are a little bit different than what speaks to Tony in the script in the scriptures. Different churches, different ministries should have different pictures because it's going to express the the values and the priorities and the calling that God has placed on them that's a little bit different and a little bit unique from the place down the street. And that's good and as it should be. So uh, we're talking a lot in generalities. We're talking about, I mean, we did get to some specifics on the how, but let me give you a couple examples of pictures of a disciple, right? One of them you should be familiar with, it's the navigator's wheel. And so we did an episode on the wheel not too long ago. Uh, I think it was last season, but um, if you picture the middle, right? Picture like a bicycle wheel, the hub or the middle is Jesus. There's four spokes moving out. The horizontal spokes have to do with loving others. So it uh, characterizes witnessing, so sharing our faith, loving those that don't yet know Jesus. The other one is loving those who do know Jesus and fellowship. And then the vertical ones have to do with loving God and hearing from him. And so the one coming down is prayer, or the word rather, the one coming down is the word, the one going up is prayer as we pray to him and the word has come down to us from him. And then the hub, um, sorry, the... The hub? Why am I missing this? No, the, the, the rubber. The rim. Thank you. Whew. Okay, so the rim. Where the rubber meets the road. Where the rubber meets the road is obedience. So the obedient disciple, the obedience Christian in action. And so that is the navigator's picture of a disciple. And it really has been for pretty much 70 years now, almost the entire uh, history of the navigators. Another picture of a disciple uh, is... Um, the triangle that Mike Breen developed when he was with uh, 3DM. And the triangle is up, in, and out, which describes our relationship with Jesus. Another one is Dan Spader, who we had on the podcast, I think it was season two. Uh, he talks about Holy Spirit power. And Holy Spirit is not an acronym, but the power is. And so the power of the Holy Spirit is prayerful, obedient, word-centered, exalting the father and relational. And so as you can see, each of these things, each of these pictures emphasize something different about being a disciple, but they all have some commonality in that they're trying to communicate in such a way that comes out of the scriptures and brings it into focus so that people can remember it. Now, Tony, I have a question for you. How do you, how do you think Jesus did this? How did he communicate pictures to his disciples about what he was talking about? I, I think one of the things that we see over and over again are the parables, right? 
is that when Jesus uses a parable, he uses it to kind of portray a picture. And so, you know, if you've been following Jesus for any length of time, and I say mustard seed, right, that's a picture of a very passable tool about what mighty faith will do. And, and mustard seed is one of those things that get used all the time. But I think what we see, uh, I believe it's in the Gospel of Mark, is that Jesus says that, hey, I'm going to use the parables to teach what we're called to be. And then what I love about Jesus style disciple making is that after he would preach big sermons where he used these, the Sermon on the Mount, for example, he used this incredible metaphors throughout the whole thing. And then he pulled the disciples aside and he unpacked the pictures that he used and he, he taught them what the parables meant and why it was so important. And so I, I think parables, when people lived in context without the internet, right? Everybody who was in Jesus's space kind of experienced the same thing. It's a little uh, bit different now. And, but at the end of the day, parables were kind of that first picture of a disciple maker that Jesus used. Um, anything I missed there, Justin? No, I love that. I, that's exactly what I was thinking, right? Is he's, he's constantly communicating in images and parables, right? He's talking about the, the fig tree. He's, he's pointing out the vines and the vineyard. I mean, He's just walking and moving throughout the culture that he lived in. And he's he's bringing these images into people's mind. And then he's attaching meaning to them that's different than what they had before he started the teaching. And so in a lot of ways, that's what we're doing with this picture of a disciple is we're taking the time to think and to pray and to uh, trust that God's going to bring an image to us, an image to the church or the ministry that really helps clarify for people what we mean when we say disciple, what we mean when we say follower of Christ. And so if we have that picture, oh, it is so powerful to, to help people get it. And once they get it, it's so much easier for them to pass it on. Now, again, I want to emphasize um, that this has to come before a pathway. Next few episodes, like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about pathway, but you have to spend the time to develop a picture if you want the pathway to really be effective in getting people to that destination. Otherwise, there is no clear destination. It's almost like saying, hey, we're going to go on a trip and we're going to meet over in Nevada. Well, okay, but yeah, but where? Well, you know, just over there. Well, that's helpful for a little while, right? If you're starting in Ohio, that can help us. We're all basically going to be on the same road at the beginning, but eventually we're going to be real confused because we don't know exactly where we're going. We just have a general direction. And so the more clarity we can provide people, the more it's really going to help them in disciple-making, the more it's going to help your culture become a disciple-making culture. Tony, any final points before we get to our takeaway and action step? I just want to kind of end with this. Um, if you're a leader right now and you're listening to this podcast, you aren't going to be able to paint this picture alone and get people to buy in. The yep. culture uh, is so important. Walking alongside people is so important. Having different folks from different ages and stages of life um, speak into this picture gives a different kind of buy in that changes the movement in your church. So leader take the time to do the work, bring the people in the room and paint the picture together. Awesome, Tony. I want you, if you could do those uh, takeaway and action step for us today. Absolutely. The takeaway, you can make it or you can be it. You can't make it or you can't be it if you can't see it. So let me mm -hmm. say that again. 
You can't make it or you can't be it if you can't see it. Action step, take time to collaboratively develop and share your picture of a disciple. Take time to collaboratively develop and share your picture of a disciple. Friends, as always, super thankful for you taking the time to listen, being a part of this journey. We're so excited to start talking about the discipleship pathway. The best way to make sure you don't miss any of these episodes, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And hey, the highest compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend, maybe a whole team of people that you're working with right now to develop your your picture of a disciple. Until next time, we'll see you guys real soon.